Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bala here is a performer. I mean, Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on Drag RuPaul's Race. Straight Race Down Under. Tom, we screwed up last week. They're going to think that we suck. Are we saying RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under? Yes. One, two, three. RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Down, Down Under. Under. Season two. So let's raise a glass. Horror bottle. And start spilling. GNT. Hey everyone, welcome to another flawless <laughs> review of Drag seamless. Race Dana. Seamless, seamless, seamless review of Drag Race Dana season two. You know what we do. We watch it live. We watch it once and once only through, mm-hmm. and then we release the podcast. We Why? Uh, because we can't be bothered watching it more than once. <laughs> Why? Because we're busy, we're booked and blessed, okay? No, we, we love the show and um, we just want our opinions to be as fresh as possible. Exactly. So we're in a better rhythm now with our Commonwealth era of uh, Drag Race. We release Canada on time. Um, mm-hmm. we're, we, we give it a day to breathe and that's why uh, Down Under's coming out today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, all right. It was a great Should debut. We- Great. Well, I just want to say it was a great debut episode last week. I think the cast is really effervescent. Um, I think there's lots of fun personalities here. Really looking forward to seeing how it unfolds. I just want Donald to have a great redemption from not the queens of last season. Well, for the most part, a couple of queens of last season. But the production shenanigans of last season is what really cast a shadow over the proceedings. Remind us what they were. Um, really obvious pushes for um, well, well for Karen to be honest. Mm-hmm. Karen seems like a lovely gal, but she, you know, she shouldn't have made it. To you the can finale. still be a lovely gal and be sent home the first week. Yeah, yeah. Which um, she should have been sent home very early, yeah, Sean. Um, the glossing over of Scarlett's blackface crimes, let's call them. Yes, um, that was glossed over in a way that didn't sit well with most of the fandom. Um, especially when she was a front runner in the competition and she was actually a very talented drag queen. And um, and I guess kind of there was a general air of the Kiwi queens being slept on. Like Electra was the talented underdog. Anita was sent home far too early when <laughs> that lip sync against Karen. I begin to wonder by Kylie Minogue, uh, Danny Minogue and um, Karen was just doing, she was literally at the office party doing those moves, wasn't she? Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, the um, the way that the Queens of Colour were just... It felt like they were, they were just gone so soon. And the optics of that in the wake of Scarlet's scandal just left me feeling really uneasy. And the other thing, I guess, Art's a fantastic queen, and I really like Art Simone, but the way that she was brought back um, didn't sit over well with a lot of people. The, over the um, other two exactly. queens of colour. Yeah, so what I'd say about that is it wasn't unprecedented in Drag Race. Nasha Lopez was brought back without any explanation. Uh, Kenya Michaels, Carmen Carrera. It all happened just because they liked the queen. However, in this situation, the optics left people feeling really uneasy, I think. I think what I didn't like, I think when they did try to address the Scarlett Adams was a blackface issue. There were numerous incidents of blackface and cultural appropriation, which were very recent. And there was a bit too much of yeah. a. It was a, a little slap on the wrist. That's it from RuPaul, as though RuPaul is the voice of all um, black people of, of the Aboriginals, That's and, and the thing. who was a th- It's not for you, RuPaul, to 
forgive mm-hmm. and to say don't it's it's, it's it's much bigger than that it wasn't really forgive. and it kind of fell into like how rupaul just favors the young twinks that's it, that's of the it. competition i mean let's not forget that green screen hug with uh plastic tiara <laughs> i mean may, may not have happened i mean all in the same episode that her drag mama came to see her <laughs> and, and then, she got a message and then her drag mom came and then yeah. she got a message from home and raj o'hara's buttons were well and truly really pushed <laughs> yes. yeah. um yeah again kind of like the you know we've said numerous times that we do we do believe in the power of redemption if people show that they have changed and they've made reparations. But again, that, that is not my crime to forgive. Mm. Um, it's it's up to people of colour and specifically the Aboriginal people. Yeah. yeah. Um, what they think of Scarlet now. Cool. So, so far, so good in season two. Yeah. I mean, so last episode was great. We said goodbye to Fofa, who was just an absolute little ball of energy. Do you know what? Usually the, by the next week, I'm, I'm like, oh, they're gone. Okay, next. I still mm. miss her. You, I, I mean, still miss Fofa. She's a great talking head. You you were so in love with her reactions to... Was it Queen Kong's entrance look? It was somebody's no, entrance it look. it was um, Uruguay. Oh, yeah, because it was a great entrance yeah. look. Uh, yeah, she was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just good. Was she good. was a little cutie. Um, Ball of energy. Was the judging right? I think it was. I think Molly probably had the best look on the runway. Um you're a guy though oh that's it I you, given, you're right I, I retract that statement i think you're a guy really was the clear winner there although molly you know they chose a winner out of the clear top three so to me that doesn't stink of rigging you yeah. know yeah um and the bottom two were probably correct spanking fofer probably yeah yeah there's nobody else that I really would, because I think I think Queen Kong. I think her presentation told a beautiful story, and oh, you know, I love my Polynesian sister. Yeah, but I was like, "Good on you, girl, <laughs> hiding behind culture." I mean, you do you know what I mean? It's like they can't, they can't, they can't. They you cannot critique a culture that is not your own. So I was like, "Good on you for coming up with your Ula Nifo and your Moana styled." And I, I was oh. like, "Yes, it's what what." What, you're going to mock my culture? Yeah, you can't. Thank you. You're not going to send me home. I am not going to be the bottom two. I know this doesn't look the best. Do you want to be cancelled next, RuPaul? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try me. Try me. Try me, RuPaul. Let's see it. Especially you, Michelle Visage. So, um, yeah, you've used that card, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have used that card my my polynesian sister now now we do better okay yeah. cool you, the first week's out we got you we got you she she did she did encounter numerous difficulties she actually had an allergic reaction to the materials from the first item and that's why she had to scrap it so she's really up against it and that's why she had so little time mm. Okay. We've had some lovely interactions online with the queens this week as well. We've had sweet messages from Queen Kong, Minnie Cooper, um, who have actually been following the the Instagram for a while as well, I've discovered. Aww. Yeah, along with Spanky. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. You may, you may or may not be listening. Yeah. <laughs> fair, 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 fair of the pod. Friend yeah. of the pod. Friends of, Friends the, of pod. the pod. Uh, yep. Yeah, so the power ranking so far is Molly. Molly's got the win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let, let's talk about the episode. They've come in. <laughs> this is so funny <laughs> they come in they go to the mirror yeah. and there's like sisters um, she's wrote a message sisters forever the loud mm, we can't that's a <laughs> naughty word girls are taken they, aback they, they, we can't say that I guess the word is niece <laughs> The word is uh, niece. We all know what they it was. They all thought it was the N word. Let's be honest. They're like, I, oh, 
we can't. We've already had drama last season with Scarlet. God knows, right. not again. Yeah, Karen with the old gollywog tattoo. Oh God, surely, yeah, surely that. we're not gonna. And no, it's niece, niece. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> thank God, a scandal avoided. Uh yeah, and and it is sad. It is sad for her to go. It was. She was just so full of life. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it's she a was ball of energy. Yeah. It was so sad to see her um in, in the untucked. Now the re- we kind of like glazed over a little bit of the end of last week's episode because we're just trying to get it out because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was it was sad to see that sad side come out um from the critiques of her how she started bawling. Yeah, yeah. Her I eyes. mean, you know, it's such a pressurized situation. The girls are there sleep deprived doing their best and then you know it must feel horrible if you've not done well that week and you're being criticized and you've worked so hard to get there and you think your dream could be slipping through your fingers spanky is very sweet and maternal towards her because he's i love saying i think she's lovely because i think she had her own crap going on and was going to be in the bottom two herself she took a moment to comfort fofo which is really really sweet when i'm sad like the last thing i can think of is trying to (laughs) chase someone else up yeah exactly (laughs) i'm very selfish when i'm sad i'm like can you go play somewhere else to everybody like we call it mentalized mentalization is like a a fancy word for empathy in a way or being able to see things from other people's points of view and when you get really emotionally aroused be it anger or um sadness or whatever it might be you tend to lose your ability to see things from other people's points of view so it's very very hard to to comfort others um in those situations but then we have spanky then we have Spanky mentalizing all over the place. And it's a good thing that we're talking about Untucked last week mm-hmm. because it kind of comes into play the next day in the workroom. So the next day, it means let's have a conversation about what you think versus what I think. Okay. Keep in mind that I'm, a, I'm also a semi-psychiatrist because, like, you know what? We've been doing this podcast for three years. Mm-hmm. I picked up some tips. I got you. To I know got- to know as much as you do about the human condition can be a curse, frankly. So... Oh, so it's basically Mini Cooper and Aubrey Head. Okay, so Mini Cooper, mm-hmm. there was a there was a, a short, very short moment in Untucked. Uh-huh. I say short, like a spit take, like a, a little longer than a spit take, like Roxy Andrews spit take <laughs> season five. You know, that? yeah, it was a little long spit take of um, basically Mini Cooper saying. Mini Cooper said that um, she felt Aubrey Haves outfit was a bit ill-fitting there was a little personally there's a little prelude to that as well um because uh beverly let's call her bev and aubrey were sitting on the sofa and they were safe and they were safe with um pomara and minnie and we did comment quite a lot last week how the limited materials meant that there were several similar looks and and bev and um Aubrey were kind of feeling their oats a little bit and being like, you know, we're sitting next to you and we're all safe, but we can obviously see that ours are better than yours. And I think I think Minnie came in wanting to take them down a peg or two. I think, again, it might have been, you know, that we'd seen all those ageism comments earlier in the episode from mm-hmm. the young girls. And I just think is rubbing her up the wrong way and she wanted to say something about it and sort of bring them down a peg or two. Um, and actually, kind of, she was mostly insulting Pomada, but Pomada didn't really react much. Yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim came for Pomada. Mm. So, so many said that personally, it was ill-fitting. Mm-hmm. But you said that last week mm-hmm. um, about Aubrey Hay. You said about what you... you, you you're Mini Cooper. You didn't like Aubrey's look. Maybe I am Mini Cooper. Maybe I, I've got one mind. I, I liked Aubrey's look. So like, You said it was ill-fitting. Mini Cooper said... 
personally for her, it was ill-fitting. I'll tell um, you exactly why. I'll reiterate. I mean, I, she did say that she actually created the corset rather than sticking stuff to a corset, and she deserved a lot of props for that. That's That takes a lot of skill. However, I think it bulked her out a little bit, and the cut of it was very low on the leg, and it made her legs look short. And I just think that actually Pumara did a better job of lengthening the leg, cinching the waist, personally. So that was it. So basically, Mini Cooper brought that up the next day, saying that, she thought it was ill-fitting and that she felt that it kind of upset her. And Aubrey had said, oh, and she kind of said it to, on, to the camera um, in the confessional. She said, well, she was already over it. <laughs> but her re- for me personally, her reaction to Minnie Cooper bringing it up isn't the air of someone who's forgotten about it and, you know, mm. water for ducks back. <laughs> it seems to almost ignite. A little bit of a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I was bothered. I was bothered. I'm I, over it, but I'm bothered. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think she wished to convey a sense that she'd forgotten about it and it was it meant nothing to her. Um, but yeah, I think she was a little bit more bothered than that. I think I think uh, Minnie realised that what she said was a bit petty and she wanted to apologise for it. So good for her. Yeah. And they get on with the rest of their day. Like good sisters. Let's not forget that poor Mara jumped in, yeah, um, in that moment and said, "Well, you know what? Your delivery was a bit hard. It came off as though you're reading her for her outfit." It's funny that poor Mara came up mm. and stuck to try to stick up for Aubrey. Mm-hmm. When I don't know why, poor Mara could have just turned on Kimberly. Kim- Kimberly, who's Kimberly? Kimberly well- kills. Beverly. Oh, Beverly. Oh my god! The second time you've called her Kimberly. Tom, episode two. Okay, Kimberly. I'm just I'm just starting to know their names. Maybe she's got a drag house and they're all kills, and she's got a sister Kimberly. Kimberly kills. Beverly kills. <laughs> uh, so, Margaret kills. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Why, why didn't she just take that energy and direct it at, at Bev? That's what I was thinking. I'll tell you what Bev I came for. Her. What I think is um, a little bit of what we'd call displacement because we. I, th- I think she knows Minnie Cooper, doesn't she? Yep. And um, I I think that it's easier for her to say that to Minnie, somebody who she knows well, and, you know, they've got an existing friendship, than somebody like um, Aubrey or Beverly, who she's maybe trying to feel out and see if she can develop a friendship with. It's less risky. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was... Tom, tip of my tongue, I was just, just going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. Now, Molly... Because she had won last week, mm-hmm. the, the it's not a mini challenge, but she gets to assign Shah Shah Shahs Shahs. Yeah, she gets to assign you get the crown. The you get the Shah. She gets assigned um four sashes to each of um to any of the queens. Okay, <laughs> yeah. now the four sashes are um the GC, the greatest competition. Yeah. The next one is the daggiest drag, which is the most questionable fashion. I like the word daggy. I use it quite often, actually. The next one is you beauty, which is basically the trade of the season. Okay. And then the next, the last shah is taking the piss, <laughs> which is the next to go home. Mm. Now, she gives the sash. Molly assigns the GC to Urigai. Do you agree? I think that's interesting. I think based on her performance last week, um, Yuri did fantastically. And again, I... I you know, she was my money was on her to win the episode. I just think the rest of her talents have yet to be unveiled. And we know that Drag Race is a competition where if you're actually quite multi-talented, if you can sing, act, dance, do comedy, that goes more in your favour. And I wonder if there are other queens who represent those talents a bit better. Um, 
But sure, go off, sis. I mean, all she has is episode one mm-hmm. to judge by, and she, she's correct for that. Uh, but also reputation outside the show. Oh, yeah. But from what we've seen, mm. it was the correct thing to do. Mm. That's that's all we know. Maybe she felt guilty for taking the win last week from you. Probably, yeah, guilt. <laughs> now, she gave the most questionable drag, the uh, most questionable fashion to Spanky Jackson. Based on what we've seen. I think Spanky, bless her, just took that on the chin. I would have judged it on the entrance looks. Mm-hmm. And based on the entrance looks, is this correct? I th- I think um, I think Spanky had the... She looked really nice, but I think she had the least, like, statement-y um, drag walking in the, the room. Yeah. Wow, Tom. Coming mm-hmm. for her. No. I, I thought she was amazing. Spanky, if you're listening, like, I got you, girl. I'm, ba- I'm backing you up. I, I'm, I, I'm pulling a pomada here. I'm sticking up for you. I stand by what <laughs> I say in the sense that, you know, she looked lovely. Her make was lovely. Fantastic legs. Most of the other queens made more of I know what you mean. It was, a, it was, it was a, a lovely, simple outfit. I think, I honestly think that Spanky's gifts lie elsewhere and there's nothing wrong with that. All right. She gave the trade of the season to Queen Kong. Yeah, hands down. I mean, we are a rare breed. Yes, <laughs> beautiful Polynesian people. We are a rare breed. Not, not in New Zealand and Australia. We are everywhere. <laughs> I honestly and think... There are more Polynesians in New Zealand than there are in um, Polynesia, I feel. <laughs> I really do feel. And maybe Australia, who you, knows? You get really excited if you see somebody in the UK that you think is Polynesian. So I... I'm not even so. I went out. So we went out to dinner. We went out to dinner to this lovely this this, this art school. This p- pretentious place with pretentious portrait-sized food. With the food, you know, like the, pretentious comma garlicky. Yeah, <laughs> pretentious comma garlicky. Um, yeah. I ordered the smoked salmon, but I can't see it. I can't see it. In all honesty, the art school is wonderful, and we had a lovely meal. It was yeah. It <laughs> That's was just a, a friend's riff. If anybody didn't get it, it was. So we went to this lovely place, and the portions were, you know. Were very it's tiny. They were what you'd expect on a taster menu. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were a taster menu. <laughs> They're tiny, and there was, and I swear, one of the ladies working there was Polynesian, mm-hmm. and she must, she must have noticed that I was Polynesian because she looked at me, and she, she was just like, oh no, that that poor boy. <laughs> you know how they give up uh, that free like lovely bread and yeah. oils. She kept. You, they only give it to you in the beginning of your meal, mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning uh, uh, on the starter. She kept throughout the night bringing over more and she more bread. Up, she, she kept topping up the bread and giving it to us, and I was just like, "Thank you," because she... I was not these. I was not getting full from. I was so hungry. The food is so delicious. But I was like, she had my back. She, she knew things could turn ugly if you got too <laughs> she, hungry. She had yeah. my, and we still had to order McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> we still stopped at the drive-through. I'm like, what? What the hell was that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We'll give it to Queen Kong. Oh, Defo taking the piss. She gives to Kimberly Kills. Uh, what's this one again? Beverly Kills? Nick's to go home. Bev? She's Beverly Kills. Beverly, that's what I said. It's a pun off Beverly Hills, do you see? Oh! <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> someone from... Okay, cool. She's from she's from Australia. She's trying to reference America. Okay. Um, go Beverly on. What, Kills. What was taking the piss? What was this? Nick's to go home. Oh, and she gave it to Beverly. Um, Do you know the saying, taking the piss? Well, yeah, we use it in the UK. I think we invented it. Oh. Taking the piss means to make fun of somebody. Or um, if somebody's Having take- a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making fun, having a laugh, or actually um, trying your luck as well. Like, you're taking the piss a bit. Okay. Yeah? Okay. 
So I wonder if that's the context here. Beverly, do I think I don't actually think she's next to go home. I, I, I think I think well she's very confident so maybe I'm going off that. But then who do I think is next to go home? She says actually she said she gave it to Beverly, but she confesses that she actually should have she actually really wanted to give it to Minnie Cooper. I just don't think that's the case. I think Minnie's going to be good at other challenges, just like fashion and construction is not a strong suit, much like Spanky. Yeah. Yeah. I would not have, Minnie would not be in my mouth for Mm -mm. someone to go home, especially if they've come in, as everyone has said, with a reputation, Mm -hmm. because she stapled a a dress together. They're going to, you're judging her drag Mm -hmm. by something her drag is not about. Yeah. She obviously doesn't make her clothes in the real world. Exactly. It's like if, if I were to do drag and someone says, oh, because I couldn't sew a dress that I'm not a good drag queen. Like, mm-hmm. c- come off it and jump off a bridge and eat glass. First of all, <laughs> I'm that's not what I do. Jump I, off a bridge I would, and eat yes, glass. Yes, um, I am a dancer. I, I'll, I'll be a dancer singer. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's my bread and butter. You'll thank be you. Beyonce. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the Renaissance. Yes, thank yeah. you. Oh, by the way, the Queen's remix. Madonna and Beyonce coming together for the first time ever, and I'm so happy. Madonna to see is it. so lucky that Beyonce allowed her. Into her music scene, now people will now who now people will know who Madonna is. Madonna will finally be relevant. Yes, Beth Tom, she is very relevant. Thank you. You're Thank very you for that welcome. magnanimous statement. You're welcome. Yeah. Who would you give it to? Come on, talk I, to me. I really don't. Do you know Aubrey? Maybe because I know she doesn't have a lot of experience. She's a baby queen. I don't want to dismiss her because I think. Obviously, I wasn't a huge fan of her look last week, but I loved her entrance look. And I don't know what she can do, but I just do know, I know that she's a, a COVID baby. COVID mm. baby queen. Yeah. Um, so I just suspect she may not have the experience of some of the other girls. Okay. Maybe. You know, that's my gut. That's my gut. Okay. I, I, I can't give an answer because I don't want to be mean. Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> let's, just start, let's just move on. You know, well, you didn't the, disagree with me. Uh, Mexi challenge this week. The Mexi challenge is the, it's an acting, it's an acting, it's it, acting, which we didn't actually have last season. Ah, uh, uh, I'm acting. acting. Uh, the Mexi challenge they're putting the acting skills to the test in a prison drama, Cage Queen. And you're right, season one down under didn't have an acting. It did challenge. They did a adverts challenge and they had snatch game, but they're different things. They didn't have a scripted acting charge i mean i guess this has a little whiff of um the tuckahoe prison one from season four of us but also i think with this being down under the main point of reference will probably be prisoner cell block h right yeah probably Mm -hmm. probably and the teams are the teams who are given a sash are one team and those queens who weren't given a sash are another team and Molly has to be in the team that she gave the sashes out to. She's got to explain herself. So the teams are you're a guy, mm-hmm. Spanky Jackson, mm-hmm. Queen Kong, Bev- Beverly Kills, yeah. and Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> and then everyone else is in the next scene. Cool. I don't think Molly's in danger. I think she'll be okay. Oh, she's in danger because she gave up those sashes. Oh, yeah, because she's in. And now yeah. she has to go deal with all of them. <laughs> well, and then they ask, and then um, good on Beverly. Beverly um, takes as soon as she can. She's like, so you think I'm going home? <laughs> yeah, right. Which is exactly what I would have done. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think I'm next to go home? And when she confesses that actually she was going to give it to Minnie Cooper, I'm finding it so strange that people think that Minnie Cooper's going to go home. For, for a queen to still make it into drag race, having done drag before y'all even... 
knew what we're knew what it was. Days. Yeah, uh, Mini Cooper, the one who was doing drag before it mm-hmm. was cool. The one who was probably getting a lot of heat from not just the 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 straight community but even even within the gay community yeah. there was a certain disgusting distaste towards drag queens yeah you know like you're already gay why you have to be ultra feminine and of it was course. so yeah, yeah, yeah. so queens that like spank, yeah there. queens like yeah it's within there. our own community as yeah. well awful so queens like mini coop and spank who are doing it during those times mm-hmm. you you all need to really take a step down and question why you think that you can judge them in their agree. drag. I think Molly was trying to avoid a scrap with Beverly here, to be honest. I think she was just trying to she was just trying to flack. So she just said the first name that came to her head. But she said it in the confession as well that she actually wanted to give it to Minnie. Mm. I just want to say that um our our Queen Kong. Our Queen Kong. Yeah. Sticks up for Minnie Cooper, which I thought was amazing. That's so cute. She's so like, like thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was that really was, classy of her. It was classy. You were you was classy because you are classy. <laughs> she is classy because, because she, she is. is. Mm. Uh, she she yeah, we need to respect her um for what she's done and she's kind of paved the way for us. Yeah, we're just like yeah, there it is. Thank you, thank you, voice of reason. Just to ask you as well again with her being a Polynesian heritage, and I know that I've heard you speak a lot of how key it is to be respectful towards your elders. Um, within Polynesian of course, culture, of course, they may have played a part, mm-hmm. but 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 beyond beyond um, a, it being a cultural thing for us to respect our elders, it's almost just a general respect thing and mm-hmm. general understanding of our form of of where drag has come from, a general understanding and respect for the way that she's allowed and we're all allowed to do mm. what we can do more openly mm-hmm. because of those who are doing it when it wasn't so popular. Totally agree. So totally it's, agree. it's, it, it goes beyond being cultural. It's mm. just, it's, it's understanding where this art form has come from and how it was come. I to also be. think that queen, cause I think she's got a certain sense of gravitas and the others respect her. I think she feels she can speak quite openly and honestly as well. Absolutely. Speak her mind. How many times have you been in a room um, mm. where someone's talking about someone else mm-hmm. and you know that person, but you kind of keep quiet? It does happen. Just, a, you know, and it's not appropriate in all circumstances to confront people, is it? Um, but, you know, I think in this situation it was correct. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of balls it too, does. as well. I mean, sometimes people Kong have done sized balls. It, Yes, <laughs> Kong-sized balls yes. to be like, ha ha ha. Actually, um, I disagree with all of you, and this is why. Power move, but you're right. Definitely. She can say that mm-hmm. because she she does have a reputation. So she's using her power for good, not evil. There it is. Mm. That's what we, Tom. I'm just trying to say, good <laughs> representation here. Definitely. Good. Who do you before we go into the, to watch a bit more of the episode? Who do you think the actors are in, think- in the room? <laughs> Actors. Um, I think this is going to be a turnaround week for Spanky and Minnie. Yes. I just think, I just feel that they've, they're have they going to be able to embrace this. Um, they're not going to be afraid to look silly. They're not going to be afraid to look a bit ugly. They're just going to give us fun drag acting for laughs. Um, I feel like, like Hannah and Molly will probably be quite good. And I haven't, I don't know anything about the acting, but I do know how they come across, especially in confessionals, Mm -hmm. there's a certain uh, ease of the way that they talk. And so they're they're quite comfortable very early on 
as well mm. because some queens um have come onto the show mm-hmm. and they have they haven't warmed up either a they never warm up in the in the confessionals, mm-hmm. or B, they start to warm up near the end mm-hmm. um, because they start to to get more and more comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, the way that for me, the way that Hannah Conda is so natural in front of the camera, mm-hmm. that makes me think that she's going to be fine. I think so too, and Molly similarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the four that I think are going to um, maybe Queen. I don't know. We'll see. Queen Kong. She's got a reputation for a reason. We'll see. Yeah, uh, for for me, Queen Kong come gives off diva, yes. like like performance. Yeah, energy. she she gives yeah. off like performance, like that. That's the energy I get from her, and mm-hmm. I, I think people sometimes think that as a performer, you'll also be a good actor, and that's not the case at all. It's it's such a different form of performance. Mm-hmm. The it's it for me, it's it's. They they do mesh because you need to act when mm-hmm. you're performing as well, but they're but they're two quite distinctively different things. Yep. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. Yeah. And I I don't see translate. Queen Kong as an as an actress. Mm-hmm. I see Queen Kong more as a powerhouse yeah. on stage, um, captures and and a whole audience can host the whole room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where I think her power mm-hmm. may lie. Yeah. Right. So let's watch a bit more. Looks like we're on to the runway already. So yes. let's get with that. Um, the category is insects on the runway. Insects on the runway. Yep. Fun theme. We've never seen that before. But uh, lots of lots of room for inspiration here. Insects have inspired fashion designers from McQueen to Gautier to Mugler for, for decades. Mugler. Yeah, I surprise, never mentioned surprise. never mentioned Mugler. It's been a while. He, he did a whole collection called Les Insects. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much beauty in the world of, of insects, isn't there? When you look closely. Beauty, but also there's a lot of, it's, it's quite scary. Well, yes, but what's more beautiful than beauty with a bit of danger? Okay, so first up we <laughs> yeah. have... First Is up that we have, why people go on prep, Tom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> first up we have Molly Poppins. Now, this is, to me, this is very, very cute, very camp. Uh, she's giving me praying mantis. Um the overall presentation to me is very kind of um, like Super Sentai, kind of, you know, um, like something from a, a Japanese live action kind of adventure show. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you remember like Masked Rider and like Big Bad Beetleborgs, that yeah. kind of thing? Feels like it comes from that. Oh, like a villainess. Yeah, she could be like a, vi- a villainess of the Power Rangers or something. Yeah, it's um, cute. It's I think lovely. This, is, this is lovely fun. Um, she looks great. Very, I, I think we're going to get this with Molly. I think Acid Brights seems to be her thing. I like. Which is so interesting because she won in an Earth Tones kind of. Well, she walked week. in in that beautiful pink. Yeah. And now we've got this lovely green. Acid green. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Queen Kong. So Queen Kong comes in and she's evoking a moth. I think this is really, really lovely. Um, the overall look to me. Um, it feels like a mothy take on a look that has been referenced several times in runway before from um, McQueen's uh, Horn of Plenty runway. It's a really famous feathered look with really exaggerated hips. It's been referenced by Moha, Money Exchange. But I really like this take on it because she's given it kind of like a mothy twist. Um, I think overall she looks really, really lovely and I know, I know what she's showing me. I think it's, you have to really, it's unfortunate that you can't really, that they don't get really close because in 
when you get close, you can see the detail in the fabrics, mm-hmm. and that's where I start to appreciate the beauty. But from the afar, textures. I yeah, I can't see that from afar. But when we go into a close up, I'm like, oh, like there, can you see? Um, that's gorgeous, definitely. And I think that's down. And to you the can't li- see those leg patterns down from to, afar. Down to the lighting, unfortunately. And the so I think in person, this outfit will look much better. Yeah, but, but on stage, it's it's not doing the it's not doing it any justice. Overall, I really like it. I like the way she performed it as well. Now Aubrey Hayes coming in in a Mugler. Oh my god, you look. jumped on that one, didn't you? Yeah, I heard you, you say it while we. <laughs> I, I saw your notes, so I thought I'd just beat you to it. <laughs> as soon as she walked out, I could tell because the shades and the little antennae and the hair in particular, and the fact that she's wearing this highly structured, almost cockroach esque um, suit. Um, screams Mugler's Les Insects collection. I forget what year it was. It was a couture show from like the, or was it right away? Couture from like the mid 90s, like 95, 96. Um, but she looks absolutely, this is great. I love the reference. Um, it would have been my go-to reference as well. Like just start, the whole, the whole runway show was based upon kind of like a Beatles carapace and how much structure and sheen it has and how that can apply to like women's wear, particularly power suits. Mm. Um, the the wing presentation sadly she fumbles a little bit but I wouldn't take off any points because like overall I think she looks really really beautiful. Well, yeah, I I would take off points because part of walking a runway is the performance of the. How do you think garment. she should have done it then? She should have, you know, like she should have she should have done that. The look should have been presented as she walked in and as she walked down the runway. Mm-hmm. Then I would have flourished it. Like would made the most and of the that wings would have made more. the most of the moment she, for me. She could have played with them a bit more. Yes, she? or at least she should. Have, as she was walking from left to right, she could have walked along there and mm-hmm. then flourished it with a turn. And then, hey, look, there's another one. But I'm, the thing I'm is, sure she showed the stumble. Yeah, she showed the oh something something's supposed to happen. Oh, here it is, mm-hmm. and everything should be themeless. Tom, seamless is so important. I, I mean, I, I love this look. I mean, silky nutmeg wishes. <laughs> so, I mean, overall, she looks beautiful. Um, I think it was probably just nerves that led to the fumble. Wasn't so it? much. I mean, for someone who did lockdown, who is a lockdown queen, mm. there's a lot of polish in this look. It's gorgeous. This it's is really, very really good. Lovely. I love the paneling. I love the textures, like the little scales and stuff. It's very lovely. Yeah, very lovely indeed. Uh, next up, speaking of lovely, I love this look, Mini Cooper. You look bloody. This is gorgeous. Yeah. So she's giving us um, a, a really lovely, like flared Dior kind of silhouette, um, but with a, a blue butterfly wing pattern. So the the dress the butterflies have been used for inspiration for for lots of. Um, of designers we've seen it in McQueen collections um so the the main elements I see here that the flared um the flared dress it, it gives me it reminds me of Moschino dress but the the pattern on that was actually a monarch butterfly so it was in oranges and reds but the blues um remind me of really famous dress which I've referenced quite recently actually um because actually it was worn on Drag Race France Jean-Paul Gaultier did a whole show based around butterflies called Les Papillons um which is France for butterflies um <laughs> and um there's a famous dress worn by Dita Von Teese in that show that was this color this color of butterfly wing this is beautiful I love the kind of Bride of Frankenstein hair as well always lovely we have Beverly Kills walking in as a fly or a mosquito I think or because mosquito? of because of the proboscis um with the blood on the end definitely a mosquito okay I think this is really really cool 
um, is a kind of like PVC or pleather um, cat suit. She's got the little added abdomen and the headpiece and stuff. Again, very reminiscent of Mugler's um, Les Insects collection. I think this is really polished. I think she looks great. I think she performed it really well. Um, I think she looks really cool. Mm. Yeah. I... You have your doubts about this. My, I think I think what I would want is a combination of um, it looking more of a garment with an insect inspiration. Okay, that's what I. That, who do I? I don't know fashion. I get what you're coming. Don't with. take don't, don't take what I say seriously. What I'm hearing is I'm just telling you what I would like um, a fashion look that's insect inspired, not an insect looked that can come off across his fashion. That, that's it. What I'm hearing. I is feel like, I feel very attacked right now. I feel like you're coming for me. No, no, no. What I'm hearing is you find it a little literal. Yes, that's, okay. yes, Tom. Tom, okay. Tom, I think what I'm really trying to say is that it's a bit literal. <laughs> it's a bit fine. on the nose, okay? <laughs> or on the proboscis. <laughs> I see yeah. you. Yeah. So Pamara comes out and she's referencing a, a cicada. Um, I think she looks really lovely. Um, I guess for me, the insect inspiration isn't quite as obvious as it is with some of the others that we've seen. Um, but the, the, you know, her shape looks really nice. She's got the cage wings. She's done really popular to do the, the eyes woven into the hair. I think it's a little bit of a shame that we can see the zip coming down at the back when she turns around. Um, but overall, I think she looks pretty. Just not quite as high concept or elevated as some of the others we've seen. I but Tom. What? Tom. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I've said what I've said. Tom. This... You know, and look, first of all, what we what 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 whatever they present as their fashion doesn't define what we think of them as entertainers. No. Period. But just for what I think that the fashion is according to this runway, it's it's a miss for me. It's a miss. I've already said I think she looks pretty. I just don't think it's as elevated as some of the others we've seen. Okay. I'm not saying she isn't beautiful, mm-hmm. but she's not beautiful tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I think she looks, again, pretty. Just a, a little off theme. A little off theme. But, you know, th- things, things like budget and stuff really play into I, I this. Understand. I understand. Yeah. They're not millionaires and all that. So I think so we stop talking is... Pomara. <laughs> no, I'm you just are. saying. And she's listening. And, <laughs> and she's, she's, she's Pomara, upset you, with She you. knows I got her. I got your back. Okay, girl. <laughs> but but this, this it's just not tonight. Just not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not the best look tonight, but there we go. Spanky Jackson. So Spanky's giving me a sort of blue bottle kind of vibe. Now, the 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 hip, uh, the sort of cage panniers that made me think of a couple of things. Again, Jean-Paul Gaultier, like um, quite recently, Madonna was wearing the sort of cage corset with the panniers, but also, I guess this is more relevant, McQueen's... Um, it's, uh, it's I a saw recent, more McQueen. It's a recent McQueen runway, which was inspired by beekeepers and bees and honeycombs, where a lot of the models had cage panniers there. Um, so there's just a whiff of that about it. And again, that's more on the theme with insects. I saw like, uh, you know, Aja season nine. Yeah, the Mary her, her, Queen of Scots. Yeah, well, kind of Queen of Hearts. It was a bit McQueen. of that look put in the dryer and shrunk. For me, for me, it looks it looks stunning. She looks stunning, but I think this is the third look that we've seen where it's empty Wait. from the bottom 
down. I, I think that's be. including her entrance look. That's the look that she made last week. And I think this is the third look in a row where we've just seen nothing below the waist. But everything above her, I'm living for. I think she will. She will face criticism for that. And like, I mean, I look. If I had legs like that, that would always be on display. Absolutely. But on the show, they're going to start critiquing um, repetition. They, they definitely are. Unless you're Bianca Dario. Uh, yeah, of course. She's immune. Um, I, <laughs> or um, or Vanjie. Yeah. Again, things like budget and time do come into... No, Vanjie was criticized quite heavily, actually. It was Plastique who got away with it. Or Plastique. Yeah. Um, things like budget and time do come or, into Or um, season, season 14, who wore a bikini every week. <laughs> Georges no Bosco. Bosco Bosco was criticised for it she really was um, just coming back to Spanky um, again I think you know we've already said we suspect her her, her real talents lie outside of fashion but um, she does look really pretty but again there are other ways of showing off your legs um, where you change up your silhouette for example like an overskirt or a bit of chiffon hanging off the back of this or, or a um, cape or Tyra 2 Tyra season 2 Mm-hmm. Hot glue something to your skin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Make Hot her sacrifices. Glue something sacrifice um, That's old school. Yeah, I like the way she performs it, though. She's selling it on stage. She's giving us this funny fly routine. And you know what? Her shape with the course tree looks really, really good, especially compared to last week. My favorite look to come down the runway is happening right now with Hannah Conda. I like this a lot because I think it plays into what you were saying about it's not literal. Exactly, this but is I what know I was, what she is. This is what I was talking about. This is yeah. a this is a fashion look with an insect inspiration. This is amazing. I love this. She looks beyond expensive. This is old money. She looks really, really this opulent. This is old money couture. I love this. So what I like about this is you can clearly get, especially from the headpiece and stuff, that she's a moth with those feathery antennae. Um, she looks really expensive. But the interesting thing about um, this style of coat is it's called a cocoon coat. And obviously moths like butterflies cocoon. Have, a, have a cocoon. It's cocoon. a cocoon coat. <laughs> RuPaul, it's a cocoon. You know how a butterfly comes out of a cocoon. Um, so it's a cocoon coat. So I think it's a clever play on words. Um, very 20s, um, very of that era. And the styling is perfect because she's got the pencil thin brows. She's got the the wave in her hair. Um, she's very of the hit, very great Gatsby. She could be Gloria Swanson. She could be Clara Bow. One of those kind of like starlets of the era. I think this is really, really fantastic. I love this look. My favorite look so far. I think far. it really is as well because it's so not literal, as yeah. you say. You're a guy. So Yuri comes out, and I guess she's kind of, she's, there are similarities with Molly um, because they're the same color scheme and the same creature that they're evoking. She's, she's a praying mantis. What I like about this is that there's these really cool arm appendages. Um, so I can clearly, there's no doubt about what creature she is, the way that she's um, woven those eyes into the hair and the wings are like a cape. I think this looks really, really cool. I think it's a very, very, again, it feels like she lives in that Super Sentai universe and she reminds me of a, you remember Transformers, but when they had Beast Wars Transformers? Yes. I, I had one called Manterra. It was a, a Predacon who, um, who was a praying mantis and she reminds me of him. It's like a... Gay Cypher. Cypher. I love that wig. Mm-hmm. I love the the hook claws. Yeah. I love everything. The only thing I don't um, 
love as much mm-hmm. is the ribbony, the ribbons. I think it's a, but I think that's part of the fashion. That was a fashion, but um, I, I personally don't like it. But overall, I love this look, I especially think- that wig. Yeah, and the makeup is fantastic yes. as well. I, I wonder if the ribbons are a specific kind of... Because mantises, or mantai, I don't know, come in all different shapes and sizes, don't they? And some of them mimic flowers, like you've got orchid mantises and stuff like that. So I wonder if it's a play on something like that to give oh, it a bit excuse, more of a If that's the case, then this is amazing. Well, I, I just wonder, I'm speculating. Okay, so that's the runway. Let's get into the actual maxi stage performances. Great, we've just seen Caged Queens, the actual performance. Yes. Let's, uh, let's have a talk about it. Let's have a chat. Should we go through it queen by queen? Yeah. Well, do you want to maybe talk about who your highlights were? We'll start there. Um, I'm going to say that for me, the my favourite, mm-hmm. my singular favourite this week was Spanky Jackson. I think I agree. She was amazing. And you know what? It took me out of... Because I've always said there's a certain way of acting mm-hmm. um, at RuPaul's Drag Race, especially when you haven't acted before. Your reference of acting as previous queens yeah. and what tends to be the theme is the whole overacting and mm-hmm. like it's just no control and just going for it. And the sillier you look, the better because it makes RuPaul laugh. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you like you know if you go to a certain acting school, sometimes people can kind of kind of pick out which acting school you went to because certain styles of teaching are made famous to certain schools. Okay, okay. You you will know a RuPaul's Drag Race acting oh, actor, an alumni, because exactly you will know it because this alumni. is how they act. Mm-hmm. But Spanky Jackson did not conform to it. She she was um, she was just good. I thought she, she was, was really great. good. I think the character was vaguely based on Red from Orange is the New yes. Black, yeah. Comedic timing she had it. Delivery Definitely. she had it. The 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 subtle the subtlety of her her words as she was getting closer and just just the the way the that she bed bugs. Bed bugs. Like yeah. Everything was just purposeful. And uh-huh. then especially the part where she picked up the phone, you know, really say good. Yeah, yeah. the different ways. It's just the comedic timing was there. The acting was there. It was just great. The, whatever she was doing with her eyelashes had me cracking up as well. She They're very dear fo- gun. <laughs> <laughs> what was with that eyelash girl? girl. Uh, so Spanky did a fab job. Um, who were your other highlights? Hanaconda. Uh... Yes, Hanaconda okay. was the one with Minnie. No, that was Molly. I'm See, I told so you. Sorry. I told you they've got the way they paint is like similar. But Hannah was paired with Queen Kong. Molly was paired with Minnie. No, I'm sure that was Hannah. Are we just gonna have to just? The teams were the team sashes was Molly and Spanky. You're right, it's Molly. There we go. Okay, sorry. So it's Molly who was with ah, Minnie. Okay, so Molly and Minnie Cooper are, are yeah. the other tops for me. I thought they had great chemistry together. I thought they both were quite happy to look ridiculous and be silly. I thought they were really fab and showed their professionalism. Um, Molly looked like Edie Massey. Slash, you thought the penguin? I thought the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I feel like I've met... Um, uh, Minnie's character many times. work well just out and about in Liverpool <laughs> not so much work just out and about in Liverpool I just feel like I've met that lady Molly um, Poppins was a Molly Poppins great actor very great everything I, th- I think they're a fairly tight top three to be honest yep. I um, think um, Minnie what one minor minor thing um, was the diction yes, was off a little the, bit at times that was the only thing I can criticise 
but her really was a great actor. She was yeah. great. The reacting, the reacting when was fantastic. She wasn't acting. She yeah. was, you know, enhancing the scene and she the really dialogue was. She really with her was. acting. I thought that was great. Yeah, easy top three. Totally minor criticism because I think she's very, very. Th- those are a really tight top three. For me, there were two. There was one very clear bottom struggle bus, and then there was one bottom. Go on. The clear bottom for me was Yuri guy. Now Yuri had quite a lot of lines, and I don't. Th- I think, unfortunately, like the, I don't know what it was. There was just like a lack of characterization or commitment or something. Um, I could see her working hard, and I was really rooting for her. But yeah, I agree with you. She wasn't the strongest this week. She just wasn't comfortable. No, this is not her forte. She just wasn't comfortable. And I think if, even as she was performing, everything was second guessing. She was second guessing everything. Yeah. So she wasn't really into the character because the whole time there was a question mark mm-hmm. on her, for herself on her own performance. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's strange because usually when you work, sometimes when you work, especially if you're working with Spanky, who's killing it, you can feed off that. Mm-hmm. And I just I was just hoping she would really feed off Spanky's energy and, you know, how great she was. They had, a, just, they had a really sweet work crew moment as well. So it's like they built up a friendship. You know, Yuri was quite tearful because she was talking about rejection from her family and it was a really, really touching moment. Spanky was very supportive towards her. wonder if maybe she was a bit in her head this week. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think that's the case. I, just, I, I think that's mm. purely Yuri is not an actor. She did that's struggle. It. And it, when it comes to designing, like oh, last she's week, a killer. her look, she seems that's where her power is. That's where her power is. That's where she like, expresses her, her time. Yeah. yeah, that's how she expresses it. And this is a completely foreign thing for her. And it, it unfortunately, being a scene with, <laughs> with Spanky just highlighted yeah. how much she was struggling. Who was the other one that you thought was struggling? My, I can see the pain in your face, and I know who you're going to say. Our Queen Kong. Queen, unfortunately, needed a lot of direction. Girl, did you skip Sunday school? <laughs> like, <laughs> we decided, like, the Sunday school, is where we, that's where I learned my first time of acting, was at church. I was like, you are missing, were you missing church, girl? Um, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was Queen Kong, and it was the, the complete, um, I wonder if it was the fear to look ugly well her character was supposed to be a dit and i think it was probably written as a bit of a valley girl fear to be a character that is bigger than what you want to be i i wonder if the material and the direction didn't speak to her because michelle kept on saying to be more of a dit and seemed to be implying a bit of a valley girl thing and i could see that that's what Queen Kong was attempting to do, but I don't know if she's got any sort of connection to that character. Maybe it was, maybe, maybe she was getting the direction and maybe in her head, she was, she was, she felt like she was doing bigger, mm. but she didn't show it in her body and her facial. And she didn't make yeah. it bigger um, physically. I maybe, could, maybe yeah. some, some people are too, some people when it comes to acting are scared to go big because if it's so uncomfortable for mm-hmm. them and it, it's outside of their box, they'll prefer to like act big and just feeling, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going big, you know, like someone can be angry, but they're just staying in one spot. But if, if I want to demonstrate to an audience, I'm angry. I don't just scrunch my face. <laughs> I, I bore, I make my body bigger. I, I, I throw things. Mm. I hit things. My I, I go bigger in size. That's, yeah. that's what I need. I don't need you to be angry. I need you to show angry. 
So I think mm-hmm. what she needed to do is not be ditzy. She needed to show ditzy more. Maybe that's a challenge for it. Maybe that's what it is. She doesn't connect with like submissive ditzy characters. Mm. And she has a hard time like doing that kind of like shrinking into herself, like that soft kind of thing, because she's a queen who's used to conveying power. But I agree with you. Unfortunately, queen wasn't the strongest this week. Anybody else who rounds out the bottom three, do you think? I don't think so. Just if I were to I pick- thought everyone else was safe. I Pomada thought- was safe. I thought Pomada was safe. I thought Pomada actually, because she probably had the most lines, was in both scenes. So I thought she worked really hard and did a good job. A little bit of Milan acting once or twice, where it felt like she was acting to something in middle distance. Yeah. But that minor criticism, I thought she was really solid, and I thought she was funny and took direction well. I, I don't have another bottom. I'm just trying I, to think. I, I think everyone else did a good job. Let's at least think about the others, though, because like I thought Hannah... Um, was obviously working with Queen Kong and was solid in her scenes. Hannah was good. She was solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, somebody who had a lot of lines was Aubrey. Um, she was the the other Minogue sister. Um, always challenging to be the straight girl. I thought she did a good job. I thought she did a good job. And again, I thought overall, good, safe. There was once or twice where I could see the cogs whirring and I could see her trying to remember her lines, especially in like the first scene. Minor criticism. Overall, I thought she was good. I just wonder if they'll pick up on it. And her other girl's Beverly. Beverly like had very few lines. I felt like more of a prop than anything. She's a plot device. That's it. Like, yeah. Beverly, Beverly was... Not Kimberly. Beverly, Beverly was very <laughs> safe to the point of forgettable the whole time. I could. I actually thought she did a good job, but her character but, but, was forgettable. Yeah, but they were just, just a plot device. Yeah, there That's it all is. they were. Yeah. yeah, it was like that character was just so minute and so inse- it was insignificant yeah. that it wasn't a role that you should have gone. For. Anyone should have gone for. It was just very blase, very blase. We didn't really see role allocation, did we? I think she probably just ended up with it. Uh, yeah, so that for me, the winner this week is Spanky. The top mm-hmm. three is Minnie, Molly, and, and Spanky. The bottom two that should be I like, that sounds Yuri like a kid show. Mini Molly and Spanky. <laughs> um, um, tour coming to the UK very soon. <laughs> Do you think anybody's runways will play into it? Because Spanky, I don't want Spank. I think Spanky deserves this win. Who had the cocoon? Well, Hannah. Hannah. Oh wow, that outfit is just if, amazing. If they really want to praise her runway, it might push her up. Yeah. But I just think the acting performances from the other three were so strong. One of them deserves a win, but particularly Spanky. I just hope I hope they don't go in on her runway. I would feel so unfair if that made her lose out the win. She'd be like Alexis Michelle. You guys, how do you let me go out here in that? It cost me the win, you guys. I mean, yeah, well, Mini Cooper's. <laughs> no, Spanky's not that her. way, though. She's not She's not an Alexis Michelle, much as we love Alexis. Yeah, let's see who they choose. I think yeah. the bottom two is clear, though, isn't it? Unfortunately, it's. It's Yuri and Queen for yeah, me. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm also excited because I want to see. We want to see Queen her power. Because they're like, she's a powerhouse on stage. I'm like, I really yeah. want to see her perform. Now, um, there was. A little part that happened in the middle of the, the workroom mm-hmm. was Mini Cooper. Uh, saying that she had dyslexia dyslexia there was a moment where she was when all of the queens together after rehearsals where she was saying to her group I have dyslexia I don't Mm -hmm. share that often it seemed to me like where Minnie was going as Minnie wanted it 
I the, correct me if I'm wrong, Minnie, if you're listening, or anyone from the t- the cast. It seemed to me that Minnie was trying to share a very heartfelt moment to her team for helping her through the challenge because she had dyslexia. It's definitely but, what she can do. I'm she, sure that's she what it was. Her yeah. teammates she addressed her before teammates before saying as an aside to the others to help them understand they yes. have dyslexia and I don't talk about it often. Yeah, I don't share that very often. Yeah. And then I mean, poor Mara laughs, and it kind of put. I think I think Pomada didn't laugh as a dismissive like ha 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 you have dyslexia. Definitely, that wasn't I just her thought intent. It was, I was bad. I was a. It was a funny bad timed joke. The joke was because um, from her point of view, having worked with Minnie today, she'd heard her say a couple of times that she'd had dyslexia because she she needed to share that with the groups. So they understood and gave her the time and the space to pick up on the script. It's very very important that she shared that. I think so that her her disability could be accommodated. So she did need to talk about it. It's not like she was like you know shouting off the rooftops or banging on about it or anything. It was very very important. Um, I think Pomara was just a little amused in that situation because the specifically, I don't share this often when in the context of that day, obviously she'd needed to share it. So her intent was not to mock the disability. However, in that moment, because Minnie was doing something so heartfelt, um, it was she was she was punctured, she was wounded by that laugh, definitely, and she interpreted it as a as a, an ableist um, joke. Um, however, thankfully, the Queen's talk it out quite quickly and apologies are made and they move past it. Mm. I, I just, I thought it was funny how Aubrey Have, you know, the girl who was already over untucked, was quick to, <laughs> was quick to come to Pomara's defences. She didn't need to get involved. It was she very, didn't need it to get involved? Very much between Pomara and uh, Minnie, and it would have resolved even quicker. Uh, yes, it would have been it resolved even quicker if yeah. no one had jumped in, because then she made it bigger by mm-hmm. make, by including it. She, then, then, yeah, it, it just it actually yeah. kind of would have made it worse. Pum, but pum, for pum, someone who said that she was already over it, she was looking for a moment to come for Minnie. This, what I'm yeah. saying is that I, I felt that in the beginning when Aubrey was like, I was really over what you said last week about my outfit not fitting. Mm. This does not feel like the air of someone who's over it yeah. when you're looking for a reason to come back. <laughs> but, but Pomara's intent was not to hurt Minnie. Absolutely. So it, it, would have, it would have been squashed really, really quickly if everybody else had kept their mouth shut. Yeah. Now, apologize. Hey, it wasn't appropriate. I loved that. No, tell I him his hair that. looks sexy with his hair pushed back. <laughs> he looks sexy with his hair pushed back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see what they say. Wait. Yeah. We've chosen our winners. Yep. Okay. Let's move on. We want to start off. Tom wants to start off I with do. an apology. I Tom, do. I need apo- to. Tom, apologize now and say that was inappropriate. <laughs> I now. was inappropriate. So I got... Hannah and Molly mixed up in the challenge, and I'm really, really sorry. Thank you, because I was saying Hannah, you were saying no, that was Molly. Okay, don't get on your high horse because you accepted oh, Tom, what I said. I'm on several you're horses com- right you're, now. You're complicit, okay? I no, I take Tom, responsibility, Tom, just but take you're complicit. Ownership. I am. Just take it, yeah. You're not taking ownership of so, your behaviour. You're a white man. You know all about ownership, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm playing that card. Oh, you're shutting I'm that down. I'm playing that POC card. So, Hannah, I'm so <laughs> sorry. You were in the scene with Minnie. Molly was in the scene with Queen Kong. Um, so, so sorry. Um, so Hannah fully deserved, with, especially with that runway look, she fully deserved her place in the top three. Absolutely. And sort of vied her almost with a win because the outfit was amazing. But let's say congratulations to Spanky. Spanky. Jacks. I'm so, so happy for Spanky. Great trajectory for, for her in the bottom two last week. And she won this week. Fantastic. Really happy for her. Also, a big, big hey 
Hager or Hay to Mini Cooper, top as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there That's with um, Hanaconda. Yeah. Now, the bottoms surprised me. The bottoms were Queen Kong, Aubrey, Hay, and Yuri, with Yuri being safe. I don't know where where that came from. I think her runway saved her. Although, having said that, Queen and Aubrey both look really stunning as well. Yuri was absolutely the bottom of the barrel. She should have been lip syncing. But um, it is what it is. We got we got Queen Kong versus Aubrey Have. Now, this lip sync was Touch Myself. By the Divinals, yeah. Which I always think of as quite a sensual. Very, well, it's obviously a very sensual song. It's about, um, well, touching yourself. Hopefully, whenever it's looking. I don't think the song is in Queen's wheelhouse. I'll be honest. It, because Queen was just moving. Be- and, and you know what? I can see now why people love her. She is a beautiful mover. She mm-hmm. just glides on that stage. Her movements are just fluid. Everything has a purpose. Everything is beautiful. Mm. She knows how to look good on stage. And she knows how to move her body on stage. And there was one... She did this kind of like... It's like, a, it's like a barrel turn, but it's like a double barrel, but landed on the ground to a roll. I've never it seen was, that I've before. never seen that. It was really no. good. It was compelling. Um, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah. She did a cartwheel as well. She did fit in quite a lot of acrobatics. And, and the cartwheel, yes. Now, when I, when I see Aubrey Have, Aubrey Have surprised me. Aubrey Have was good. And I'll tell you what Aubrey Have did. Aubrey Have was not as well as a mover at all mm-hmm. than Queen Kong. But Aubrey Have gave much more character um she tapped into the comedy of the song more and character of the mm. song which which has kind of made me a bit scared because it was good Aubrey Have was good she was she was really really good my money would be on Queen Kong winning this though I do think she put on overall a more my eye was drawn more to her because she knows how to move and to command a stage yeah she yeah. knows how to move but having said that I thought oh, Aubrey I agree with you she did do a really Aubrey good job Aubrey gave such good character um, I, I, I this is not easy, which is funny because this is Queen Kong's element. But I, I just want to say this: I want to see Queen Kong perform to an up tempo. I think she would assassinate because this was so tame. I think whenever we do this, a- music is not like you cannot be a Beyonce to the song. What I'm looking forward to for Queen Kong is for her being in a girl group challenge. That's what's going to be her forte, I think. It's going to be a real chance for her to show off her performance chops. I want Queen Kong to stay because I want to see more and I like Queen Kong more. I'm just being very honest. I actually think she won this lip sync, but I thought Aubrey did a great job as well. I think they both did a good job, but mm-hmm. character, I, I think the characterization in from Aubrey was, was oh, I don't know. Because I always, and I can't be a hypocrite to my own words, the the amazing stunt that was not fit, fitting to the song. And I felt like she felt like she needed to do something. And I just think it would have been more powerful if she just saved that move for another moment because then that would have shocked us and that would have got people on their feet going, mm. yes. But this was such a... Da, 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 da. I think she was captured- such a, like a very... It was just... It was, it was just not I the time. thought she captured the sensuality of the song better. I do believe that. Queen Kong knows how to move. Yeah. And I love the way she moves. And mm. I, I need to see more. Mm. I want Queen Kong to stay. Shall we see what the judges think? Yep. Yes. Congratulations, Queen Kong. She lives to drag another day. 
Yes. Yes. And I'm happy because I want to see more. Mm-hmm. And um, Aubrey Have, it was it was great to see what you have to showcase. Yeah, it, it, I felt for Aubrey because you could tell she had higher hopes for herself, as all the queens do, coming into the competition. She seemed really sad to go. Personally, um, I don't feel like you should have been in the bottom, but that's just my opinion i think the important I think thing willem i'm sorry oh, i think aubrey have I mean, there are so many times this episode oh, right. was that, is that willem i think aubrey, i don't think she should have been in the bottom period. i think aubrey represents like beautiful talents from an artistic point of view like her fashion hair and makeup are really really top notch <clears throat> she hasn't she hasn't been doing drag for long um i'm sure she'll go from strength to strength in in her career um and continue to develop i'm loving this cast they're great, aren't they? I'm loving this class. I'm loving that there was what well, there seemed like there was more drama behind um, Mini Cooper and, and Pumara Fifth. Yeah. But do you remember? What that they'd was the worked best? together outside. Mini said that she'd mentored her um, for a, for maybe a pageant or something, and she regretted it because she was entitled. She said, <laughs> and then Pumara it it come back to Pumara that. Um, Many had made a joke about her saying, I don't resent that she does drag, but I resent she gets paid for it. <laughs> That's such a drag queen thing to say. Um, and she said she found that hurtful, but they hugged it out. I mean, the hug was a bit of a tense hug. That was a fake hug. It was a bit that of a tense was a hug. Fake, it was a tense fake hug. Um, Let's see if that comes up again. I need to see more. Mm-hmm. I need to see. I need to see more. I need to know more. Yeah. But Minnie's becoming one of my favorites. Definitely. Season. Like, Minnie's. Oh, and Spanky. I love Spanky. Spanky's a sweetheart. And Spanky is just. Minnie seems lovely and not afraid to shy away from a bit of drama, which we always love. Spanky's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got hyped for it. And I'm just gonna live thinking and dreaming of being draped in Hannah Conda's cocoon outfit. Oh. That look was. I want to use it for the cover art. Done. We, I know she didn't win this week, but I'm using it for the cover art. Should we see if we can get it. you one? I just love it. Should we see if we can get we'll see if we can get you one online? Yes, Tom. Yeah. Yes, let's with, do it. With a nice faux fur trim. Everyone, thank you very much for listening. Join us again next week. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, message us, leave a comment under the photos. Hey, yep. reach out if you like. We love um, hearing from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And write a review. This is Polo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>